Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oh my goodness, it's Friday. What is the best show doing on a Friday? What is this, right? Why are we here? Because it's the summer and we can do whatever we want. Just like Jim Morrison said. When he said, I am the Lizard King, I can do anything. Now, we are not unlike... Eh, no, that didn't track. That metaphor fell through pretty quickly. But you know what? It's not going to fall through pretty quickly. The uh, That's a stretch also. Sometimes they just don't... Uh, they just don't fly the way you want them to. But you know what's going to... Fl- mm, no, that's bad also. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. None of these metaphors are tracking. But you know it is tracking. Mm, bad. Bad, 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 bad. You know what's not bad? Oh, I don't like that either. What am I going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the best show. That one worked, right? You see how I did that? That worked. I'm going to do the best show, special Friday evening installment, because you, the best show listener, deserve it. You deserve it. So I give it, and you get it, so take it. Here's the theme to the best show, the phone number, as always, 201-332-3484-201-332-3484. Three, four, eight, four. It's Friday night. It's the best show.
show. What's going on, everybody? Here on a Friday night. Why? You ask yourself why. And I says, why not? Right? Why not? You know why? I'll tell you why. What do you think we went and built this dumb studio for in the first place? For things like this. We do whatever we want. Not beholden to nobody. Nothing. We want to do it. We do it. And these are the times that we can do it. So I will do it. And have fun. And talk to you and make do surprises. And that's the beauty of the show. Is that there can be surprises on it now too. And we do special pop-up shows. Not unlike a pop-up store. When you find out that. Oh, I don't know. You find out that Trace Atkins is doing a pop-up store in Brooklyn, and now the lines are around the corner with people trying to get all his cool shirts and whatnot. What would a Trace Atkins pop-up store be like? Was he on Celebrity Apprentice? No, that was... uh... I can't remember that guy. I had to write about that season. Travis Tritt? Tra- it wasn't Travis Tritt. It was some dummy. George Strait. It wasn't George Strait. It was like... I don't know. Toby Keith? Keith? Toby Keith is who it was. Yeah. What a fun... What a fun job that was. Writing Celebrity Apprentice recaps through the night and getting up Monday... Pulling an all-nighter, sleeping a couple hours, and getting up and getting ready for the thing to be published, and then getting through the day that day, and doing that however many episodes they had, 18. Oh, I still think I compromised my health from that. I still think I'm paying a price health-wise for what that did to me, but you know what? So be it. I'm here right now. If it brought me to you tonight, then it was all worth it. No, it wasn't. No. It was worth it. So, my friends, what did we just hear? We just heard helium. I know I'm playing a lot of helium lately because I've been listening to a lot of helium lately. Because all the records got reissued by Matador. The albums, the, the, the two main albums, and then the uh, the EPs, and a collection of rarities and, and uh, odds and ends called Ends With And is the name of the rarities collection. But we heard something from their first album, The Dirt of Luck. And that was Pat's Trick. Helium were so good. She could play guitar like Mary Timoney. Can you imagine? Get to play guitar like that? Nah, I can't. What's it like to be talented like that? Someday I'll find out. Someday. Someday, Tom. My talent, you know, my talent ends up being some dumb thing like uh, cup stacking or something that just, like, no one thinks is cool at all. I'll be like one of those guys stacking solo cups into pyramid shapes. 
and then breaking him back down. I can't even be like Ricky Jay, that dude, throwing cards at watermelons. I would take that at this point. If I could throw a playing card at a watermelon real fast to watch it stick in the side of it, I'd take that. And that's not happening either. People get real good at fidget spinners, right? Spin them on my nose. Have ten going on each of my fingers, and I'll have one going on my nose. End up on America's Got Talent. Get Nick Cannon to cheer me on. The audience. Fidget. Fidget. I'll figure a thing out like that. I don't know. Hula hoop? No, it's too late for that. I'll throw my hip out. I'll throw my hip out. Tap dancing? Eh, maybe. Seems like it might be easy to be deceptive with tap dancing. Like, almost like you just fake it and people are like, oh, it sounded cool. Well, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Hmm. I'm sure that it'll look stupid, though. It's not like I'm doing it on the radio. Maybe I'll just, uh... Maybe I'll just go for it with, uh... Guitar. Maybe I'll go get myself a... Guitar, like a cool... Like the guitar that Lou Reed played. Like one of those... Steinberger... Box guitars. What a weird effect that was when he's on stage playing one of those things. He's playing songs. He's on stage playing one of those and singing like like Velvet Underground songs. Like Sunday morning, he's playing with a guitar that couldn't be more dated. Such is life. The phone number 201-332-3484. No AP Mike. No Pat Byrne. But we got Dudio. Just the way I like it. Just, just the way Dudio likes it. So he likes it. This is, this is a, his dream come true. I want to ask you later about a, a, an incident you had meeting someone who was a huge fan of the show. Yeah. It was a fun meeting. It was. It was, uh, yes. So what did I want to tell y'all? Oh, uh, today, tickets for the Sharpling and Worcester live shows, the 20th anniversary Rock Rotten Rule shows went on sale, and we did a, we had an er, a show, the first show, we, well, we were planning on one show that sold out. So then we added a second show, and the second show, uh, there are still tickets available for that. It's uh, the late show, I guess it would be, October 21st, Saturday, October 21st, at a, at a venue in Brooklyn called Murmur, M-U-R-M-R-R, Murmur Theater in Brooklyn. 
And you can find tickets. Just go to my uh, go to my Twitter and I, and uh, Dudio just tweeted it out from the Best Show account. Sharpling and Worcester Rock Rotten Rule 20th Anniversary Extravaganza. The tickets are on sale now for the Late Show. First show sold out so quickly, I could not believe it. It was a veritable whirlwind. Um, yeah, very. Very, very uh, uh, flattering. So, yeah. Meant uh, very impressive. And look at this. Someone's saying on uh, Twitter, it's a, a Squire Strat. Is that what I want? The guitar? The Lou Reed? I'll figure out what I'm going to do. Don't worry. I'll figure my thing out so that someday I can feel talented also. Maybe I'll do that thing where you do, like, people do that thing where, like, like they slap their cheeks and play, like, the William Tell Overture, like. Right? That's a thing. Right? That sounded like the William Tell Overture. Listen. Right? Strangely winded from that. Oh boy. Sharpling and Worcester Live. Check it out. Another thing Kickstarter. Tell you all about Hatch and Paloma. Rob Hatch, Miller, Paloma, Basu have their movie. Their Kickstarter for the, their movie, which is the documentary, uh, for other music is coming to the final days. They are the, uh, producers of all the videos and things I've directed. And they made the amazing Syl Johnson movie that came out a few years ago. And their next endeavor is this documentary about the, Music store, other music, and everything it meant to the New York music scene and to the music scene worldwide. And they've got a Kickstarter up to get that uh, underway. So please check it out. They have all sorts of things you get at different levels of contribution. Go to Kickstarter and search other music. And yeah, that's it. Other music, documentary, Hatch and Paloma, help out, let them make their movie. Now, before we get to the phones, um, and I want to talk about Bad Roads tonight. Is uh, we I started to talk about it with Julie when I knew, when I got the four different boxes of Oreo cookies, different flavors. I knew I was going down a bad road the second I took them off the shelf that this was not, this was bad. I knew it was not going to end well, but I still went and did it. So let's talk about your bad roads, the times when you know the the the, the voice in your head is just saying it's not going going to end well, but you just keep doing it, and then suddenly later you're like, why didn't I listen to the voice in my head? We'll talk about that. 
throughout the show, and whatever else you want to talk about. Anything. It's wide open tonight, guys. Wide open. But one thing I do want to say uh, uh, to start things off is, did a show Tuesday night, and um, during the uh, call, the Sharpling and Worcester call, there was something uh, said in it, and it was said definitely in the in the the voice of a bad character which is something we've done plenty of times uh it's what, we, it's what the characters all are they're all bad and it was said with no other intent than to just establish the character as a as a jerk as we do but this time the the phrase was uh, uh, very loaded, very, you know, very offensive and hurtful and, um, yeah, so it really, um, yeah, I, I just want to say that we apologize for that and just please understand that one of the best things, if not the best thing that has come out of the show over the last few years is how it is a good place and we try to be on the right side of things and try to make the show as 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 comfortable and open and inclusive as it can possibly be because it's something I'm interested in as a hu- human as well as a broadcaster so to have anything happen on the show that goes against that, it really is very, it's it's unacceptable. It's something that um, I, is not going to happen again, and uh, we promise to do better with it. Uh, uh, we apologize again, obviously, it's... The show's very, the the inclusiveness of this place is very important to me, and it means so much to me, and I don't take anybody who is having a hard time with so much entertainment and so much stuff in the world, and when you don't have a place you can go and maybe not be made to be, to feel bad because of things being said that... You know, it's like, look, we do this show without cursing, but we say whatever we want without cursing, and we can definitely do the same thing without saying things that are legitimately hurtful. So, uh, please understand this is where we come from, and please accept uh, the apology if you would, and if you want to talk about it with me, please shoot me an email. And, um, yeah, that's, that's where, that's where I'm at. So just want to say that and thank you for everybody. Just, you know, you're, you're here, you're on board. I never take it lightly. Uh, the audience is what makes this show happen. Like we don't sell, uh, out a place in a half hour without a, amazing audience and uh, I'm gonna do everything I can to make this place as 
the best version of itself. That's that's it. And thank you. So the phone number is 201-332-3484. If you want to call up and uh, talk about bad roads, like when I ate the Oreo cookies and then was in my car driving around not feeling well, eating the cinnamon bun Oreo, and then the the firework one was truly disgusting because it was like, it tasted like a normal Oreo, and then it really wasn't. It was so disgusting. The Pop Rocks going off in my mouth. Yeah, my, it just, and, and it's, they're not even trying to make these things not f- taste like chemicals. That's the other thing. They're not even, like, it would be one thing if you saw a thing, it's like, Cinnamon bun Oreo cookie. It's like, hey, Sienna, made with real cinnamon and thing. It's like, no, there's none of that anywhere on it. It's just like, in our lab, we figured out a way to replicate cinnamon. So let's pour that into the vat. And these taste like cinnamon buns all of a sudden. But you also feel yourself getting a headache while you're eating it as well. So, uh. But I did it. I still went. Brought them up to the counter. Paid whatever. They're four bucks a pop. I had to. There's that thing when you just have to. You have to touch the flame. No matter how many people tell you. That it's wrong. Or the even the voice in your own head tells you it's wrong. You still got to touch the flame. And I touched that flame. By dropping those cookies in my dumb mouth. 201-332-3484. Best show, hi. Hi, um, I've had some dreams about Tom that I would like to describe to him. Well, this is Tom. This is Tom right now. <laughs> this is Tom? This is Tom. Who is this? Hi, I'm Katie. Katie, where are you calling from, Katie, if you don't mind me asking? I am calling from Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio? The name a great band from Columbus, Ohio. Ooh, uh, Great Plains. Yes. Oh, my. You, you, Katie? I might have said, I might have said another Ron House project, but you know what? They're all great. (laughs) It's a continuum yeah. of greatness when Ron's involved in it. <laughs> you did it, Katie. You passed. Oh. You're, if this was Willy Wonka, you uh, just watched Augustus Gloop fall into the chocolate river, and you're still uh, going. You're still going. You might get oh, the I'm chocolate honored. factory. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. <laughs> so what? tell me about these dreams now. This troubles me, but I need to find out what this is. Uh, so the one I remember the most, uh, you were doing a live show, and you had this, like, long, dirty hair. There were things, like, living in it. Um, and you were up on stage, and you refused to take any audience questions. You were just sort of grunting, and it was very scary and bizarre. Hold on a second. So I was, you were in the audience. Yes. I'm on stage with long, greasy hair. Yes. That has things living in it. Like, what's living in it? Animals? Like, like bugs, rats. Like bugs and rats. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Then I was just grunting at the audience. Yes, and refusing to take any questions. Did now did this dream? Did you find it upsetting? Oh, I was a little unnerved. Yeah, I think I am also. I think I'm yeah. un, I'm unnerved by this dream. I'm unnerved. Yeah, I still think about it sometimes. How long ago did you have the dream? Oh, a few months ago. Okay. So. What do you think it means? I don't know what it means, but I hope you're okay, and I hope it's not a prediction of the future. Boy, I, I'll say this. Yeah, I hope it's not a prediction of the future also, that I'm on stage <laughs> with long, greasy hair, and I'm um, grunting at the audience and not saying anything uh, of, con of like when they're trying to talk to me, I'm just grunting at them. I hope that's not. I, uh, I hope it's just a, a a weird thing where just things, different elements collided in your brain while you were asleep and added up to that. Not some that you're not like predicting the future. Right. That's what I hope too. Mm. All right, Katie. Thank you for the call. Of course. Great to talk to you. It was great to talk to you, too, as well. But now I'm going to think about this. What was I like? Bleh, bleh, <laughs> grunting? Yeah. Bleh. Yeah, it was like that. Well, that's upsetting. Fair. You know what, though? There's only room for one in your head, Katie. I don't know what's going <laughs> on up there. Neither do I. All right. You have a great night. Thank you. You, too. Night. Best show. Hello. It's Hello, Tom. Hi, it's this Tom. Is Charles from, this is Charles from Albany, Oregon. Charles from Albany, Oregon. That's right. Now, where is Albany, Oregon? What is that in relation to? Well, it's about an hour and a half or maybe a little less than that south of Portland. Okay. It's a real factory kind of a town. Like lunch pad, like a lot of hard hats walking around? Yeah, a lot of hard, hard hats walking around, a big giant plaza. And what are they and making? What, what's being made in Albany, Oregon? 
Well, I used to work at a biodegradable plastic factory. Okay. And was that yeah, fun? It was a terrible job. I used to listen to a lot of best show there, though. Was it fun, though, sometimes? No. No. Well, it wasn't terrible. I've had worse jobs. But I have one, uh, want something for the topic. About bad roads. Yes. What do you got? Well, originally I'm from a small town in Maine called Camden, and I used to host an open mic on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. And things could be pretty slow sometimes. And uh, on, on one such night, we had one customer in the bar, and, and then I had one friend of mine up on the stage with me. And he hated my guts because I played a lot of weird music and stuff, and he was very vocal about it. And, uh, but there was nobody in there, and I started to go, you know, we went into sort of a avant-garde improvisational instrumental thing. And he started to walk up to the stage, and I just had a bad feeling. And I kept doing my music, and he just walked up to me and punched me in the face. Really? You just got laid out. Boom. Yeah, and I got recorded, and there's an audio of it. And what were and you? Then he went into the bathroom. Wait, hold on, wait, hold, hold on. There's audio of you getting punched in the face. <laughs> yes. Can I ask you? Yeah. Can you guess what the next thing I'm going to ask you is? You get one. Yes. Guess. Uh, it's not online. Mm, okay. Now, can you guess what the next thing I'm going to ask you is? Can I? Can you? Can you guess what the next thing I'm going to ask then is? If it's not online. Um. No. Would I? Uh, no, I can't. You can't send it to me. Oh, of course I can send it to oh, you. Oh, well, that's what that was the question. I thought you were saying no, I can't send it. I thought you knew the question. And you're already saying no, I can't send it to you. No, no. no. I want to hear you of getting punched in the you. face. No offense to you or your face. I'd like to hear the sound of it getting punched a while during a performance, though. Yeah, I mean, I definitely. I, it's a it's a high quality recording, so you can you can hear me falling and making oh. sounds of. Being hit in the face. I'm begging. I'm begging you to send this to me. Begging. Okay. How, do I do I email it to you? Just email it to me. Best show four, which is the number four. Life at right. yahoo dot com. Best show for life at yahoo dot com. Yes. Okay. Yes, please, sir. I like it'll be from super, from Charles. Super, That's who it will be from. Okay, Charles. I'm being super respectful. Yes, Charles. Uh, that sounds. I want this audio so badly. Yes, please, Charles. That sounds, uh, I I would appreciate it so much. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Please, Charles. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. What are you doing for the summer out there? Oh, I'm trying to find a job. I have a a part-time job. And, uh, you know, I do a lot of, I go hiking and stuff. And I ride around on my bike and, um, you know, I used to be a DJ, so I've um, been trying to get a job as a DJ in a nightclub, but it's, you know, the only jobs I got up here are in strip clubs, and that's not really my thing, so. Well, let me hear a mic, let me hear, let me hear you throw, you throw a little, a uh, little mic break at me. Maybe somebody out there will hear you and, uh, and pick you up. Throw a little what at you? A little, some, some radio action, some DJ action. Let me hear a little bit about what you, let me hear what you bring to the table. Okay, well, uh, I used to, I have a three-hour radio show, 
And in the, in the course of the show, I would focus the first hour on a lot of R&B and funk and hip-hop, and then the second hour would be a lot of garage rock or a lot of the kind of stuff that you play on your show mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, things like that. And then the third hour would be sort of like my version of the Dr. Domeno show without the super goofy stuff. Sure, it's just the oddball stuff, though. Yeah. Like, like, like... Yeah, and I, I've been, I was a fan of WFMU for a long time, uh, so I was very inspired by uh, some of that kind of stuff. Sure, you know? like Erwin Chusid would play a lot of weird stuff a long time ago. He was one of the pioneers of of collecting and, and, and kind of documenting a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But then I eventually got into doing, you know, like regular meat market nightclub DJing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up going and working on Bourbon Street in New Orleans for five years. And, and so you'll and, be uh, kind like, of went in a completely different direction. What was that? So if you're on, the, give, give me, just make like you just played a call, uh, you just played two songs and you're about to play another song. Just announce that for me. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, that was Wildman Fisher with um, Monkey vs. Donkeys. And following that, we had The Monkeys with Star Collector. Next, we have a little bit of... I'm really nervous right now. <laughs> Don't worry, you're doing great. This is great. Next, we have a little bit of TLC from their album, Ooh, on the TLC tip. Their version of Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Well, I got to say this. If I had a radio station in Albany, Oregon, you'd be my first hire. <laughs> but I don't. I love you'd your be show, sec- You'd be my second hire. You'd be my, I'm getting the, 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 the evil eye from Dudio. You'd be my second hire. Have to get Because, yeah. Maybe you well, I gotta say, I'm a fan of Dudio and especially his his radio voice. I, I I think it's great. Wow, that's sweet of you to say. He says thank you. All right, have a great night. You too. Thanks. Night. If Dudio did it, be like, let's. Uh, we just heard from Wildman Fisher, and before that, the Monkees. Coming up now, TLC and their cover of "Ain't Too Proud to Beg." Sasparilla, the singing gorilla, will be at. The Arby's on Route 17, so come on out and check out Sarsaparilla, the singing gorilla. On well, where were you in in Atlanta at that yeah, point? So you'd be like on Peachtree Road. We got Sarsaparilla, the singing gorilla, will be on premises playing all his <laughs> famous hits that y'all can't get enough of. Mm, sorry. Beshow, hi. Hello. Hello. No? Beshow, hi. Hello, hi. Welcome to the Best Show. Yeah, what's up, bro? Hello? Yeah, hey. Hey, how's it going? Uh, It's going well. To whom am I speaking? Hey, this is Bennett in Brooklyn. How's it going, Tom? It's going well. What's going on tonight, Bennett? Um, I just I, I saw recently. I, I'm a big movie fan. I, I keep up with the, the release dates. Did you see that they're making a Garbage Pail Kids documentary? 
coming out in August? Well, if it's coming out in August, I would hope that they're not currently making it. I would hope they made oh, it already. I'd hope yeah, it, it's coming out in August. It. It's like two and a half hours long, but I, I, I would invest two and a half hours in the Garbage Pail Kids. I don't know about you. I was wondering about your thoughts on the Garbage Pail Kids, if you had a favorite. Uh, I don't, actually. No, I have no favorite Garbage Pail Kid. Uh, it, that, that, that's after my time. I don't know what a good Garbage Pail Kid would be. They always repulsed me. Can I make you know. a few suggestions? You want to know what, 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 Bennett was your name? Yes, Bennett. You know from, what, Bennett? Uh, yeah, please. Let's hear it. Um, there's, there's a few really good ones. Nervous Rex is very good, and also Bob E-Cigarettes for legs. Is, is oh, a great you one. got me. You got me, you rat. That guy got me. I love it. You're not still there, are you? No, of course he hung up. Studio is just chuckling away in the corner. I love this call. He's just laughing. The e-cigarette guy. I tell you, e-cigarettes for legs. You know what I love about it? It makes no sense to, like, it, it, I don't even think it's a reference to anything that is, like, that is that it, it, it makes sense outside of that between that guy's ears. How many times during the call did you think I think this is the e-cigarette guy? You want to know what? Not at all. He got Three me. Times for me. He got me. You thought you saw it coming. Three times, <laughs> but then I wasn't sure. He got me. The guy got me. Best show. Hi, hi. It's Cat from Raleigh. Cat from Raleigh. Well, let me say I have one thing and one thing only to say to you, Cat. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm changing the melody a little bit so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> happy birthday. One time we were doing happy birthday at this one birthday party for a friend. And everybody started singing it in the worst. It was like, happy birthday. <laughs> like, a couple of us started like that, and then it took over, and it flattened everyone out, and it turned into this dirge of just, happy birthday, dear Billy. Happy. And it was just like, it just, it, you can ruin a thing like that. People just follow your pitch with it very quickly um but happy birthday oh thanks well certainly different from like tga fridays and those kind of places turning into some military drill thingy cool yeah they have the suddenly you the kitchen doors fly open and you hear like happy happy like they were also they were also doing these non like these new song, these new happy birthday songs because they were worried about getting in trouble when mm-hmm. that song seemed like it was, when it was actionable. <laughs> but now I guess it's not. So what are you doing for your birthday, Kat? Well, um, I, well, my mom and I are currently at my aunt's house in the Baltimore suburbs. Right. They got me an ice cream cake and my cousin made cupcakes, so I have a lot of cake. And, my aunt got me a ceramic cat that she brought back from a trip to New Mexico, but now I'm going to have to figure out 
how I can put it so Sid won't break it. And I've gotten some other nice things. And since I'm out of town, I will come. I know that there will be a few presents waiting for me when I come back to Raleigh. This is what I think you do, Kat. You take, this is what I would do. And you take this for what it is. You got the ice cream cake. You got cupcakes. There's only one thing I see happening there. You smash a cupcake right into the uh, right into the ice cream cake, and eat both at the same time. <laughs> That's the only play I see to be made there. <laughs> then you go get some bubble wrap and you wrap up the ceramic cat. You wrap it up and put it in a nice little box. And maybe ship it back to yourself or have your aunt mail it back for you. Mm-hmm. We drove so it'll go in the car and Sid isn't here, but I mean like when I bring it home, I just want it to stay intact. Yes. But you also don't want a suitcase dropping on it while you're in transit. Yeah. Either. I think it's exciting that you got a ceramic cat for your birthday. Admittedly, I got you a ceramic cat also, so I guess I'll have to, I do have a receipt, so I will return it and pick you mm-hmm. out something else. I might get you a ceramic, I'll get you a pewter cat. <laughs> I can never have enough cat decorations. No, you can't. When you, when they got you, they got you, and you can, you can decorate with whatever animals your animal. You can decorate with it till the till there's not a single bit of shelf space left. Hmm. So what else is going on, Cat? Well, I have an announcement for the Best Show community that people might be excited about. An announcement. Yes. Hold on. I'm ready for this announcement now. I was not ready. Now I'm ready. Okay, this has been something I've been wanting to do for a long, long time as a fan, and I felt like I righted a wrong here. Oh. I have created a TV Tropes page for the best show. A what page? A TV Tropes page. TV Tropes? What is that? What, yeah. what is that? It is a sort of a pop culture catalog hmm. of, like, it's a, it's a wiki, and, like, like detailing sort of like the tools and stuff and the themes that come up on the show. And they have it for like a bunch of different stuff. Like they've got a really vast one for Steven Universe. And I felt like it, it was only right that like with the best shows, like long and storied history that I have a presence there. And so I'm inviting all friends of Tom to contribute to it. And this is at tvtropes.org? Yes. Well, this looks, this is exciting. I can't wait to check this out. Look at the, I don't, yeah, there are only a few things there, but I'm I'm hoping that the community can help beef it up. Oh yeah, they'll beef it up. I don't know. Any, I, I don't even know this site existed. What is the what 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 got this? How did you find out about TV tropes? My best friend from my hometown, and it's it's kind of a rabbit hole. So I wouldn't recommend you start looking at it on the air. What? It's too distracting. Wait, hold. Wait, hold oh, just give me one second. I'm looking at uh, TV tropes right now. Please just mm-hmm. give me. Okay. No. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. So I got to stop. Okay. So. Well, thank you. That's 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 awesome. And and uh, uh, hopefully people can go over and fill it all out. Yeah. Also, I've got something for the topic. Bad roads. Is this literal or figurative? 
look, Kat, it's your birthday. Even if I had one, if I wanted it to just be figurative and you had a literal one, it's your birthday. You do whatever you want. This is, in addition to the pewter cat I'm going to get you, you also can pick any variation on this topic and it will fly. Yeah, because I've got a really awful road near my apartment. I am so sick of, there's like I-40, specifically around Raleigh, seems to be in a permanent state of construction. Mm -hmm. And specifically right around my exit, there are these, like you have to like go over real, real quick because there are these awful concrete barriers that I'm terrified of accidentally slamming into. And the drivers just drive, go zipping around the curves, and it's so scary. I mean, I feel like I've learned to become a better driver kind of not through my choice because I live so close to and rely on this awful, like, exit and entrance. Yeah, so so it's a thing where, yeah, I know what that's like when a road is forever under construction, and it's just like... It feels almost like a like it's a like it's a uh, like a, a racket. Like they're just they're just going to get to the end of it and start working at the beginning again. Yeah. Like Worst a... part is on Thursday night I had to go uh, pick my mom because since I have got a it really makes sense for her to rent one. Mm-hmm. And so I was, and thankfully, I mean, it's nice because growing up we always had to go two hours to the nearest big airport, but. Now I can go like 20 minutes down the road to the airport. But when I was going on 40, someone decided along the way, oh, hey, let's do night construction. And there were these awful, awful, like really bright lights on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And, dear God, I was white-knuckling it for a good portion of their, like, right yeah, right, up, right, right off my exit on the way to the airport. The lights blasting in your face. You're like, what is this, Close yeah. Encounters of the Third Kind? my behind the devil's tower or whatever it was and you guys are blasting lights to bring the the martians down do you know they're bringing the close encounters back they have i guess because the anniversary this is the this is the 40th anniversary of close encounters mm-hmm. right 70 yep. 77 yeah this is the four wow it is literally 40 years that movie is so good. I watched it a few months ago. I love it so much. I've never and, seen it. Oh, it's you know it's so good. I think you'll like it. You know what's good about it? it? You'll eat, you'll see it, and then afterwards you'll just go and you'll get some mashed potatoes. It's a movie. It's a very it's a very pro mashed potatoes kind of movie. <laughs> like it's got a couple pretty good scenes with mashed potatoes, and you're just gonna be like. You know what I think I'm in the mood for after watching Close Encounters? I think I'd like some mashed potatoes. <laughs> I defy you to not get mashed potatoes after you see it, Cat. I guess I'm the biggest fan just because the texture is kind of weird for me, but who knows? You're going to find out. You're going to see that you that mashed potatoes have multiple uses. Sculpture, <laughs> for example. You'll see. You'll, you will be in a diner shaping a pile of mashed potatoes after you see the movie. And then you'll say, you know what? Well, I guess here we are. Here I am <laughs> shaping mashed potatoes. Well, Kat, 
I'm glad you're uh, having a good trip with your mom. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. And I mean, like, this is this means a lot to me. It's like last year you gave me a Morrissey, like, singing uh, Rage Against the Machine songs in a Morrissey voice for my birthday. And this time I got a whole show. You get a whole show dedicated to you. Oh, thanks. So, well, Kat, thank you. So you get home safe, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. The number 201-332-3484. Best show. Hi. Welcome. Hello. 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 Is there anybody out there? What if we saw Roger Waters in concert? His new tour. Where he's doing like, hey, it's the best of Roger Waters. And he comes out. And for three hours, he just does, is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there? People are like, well, weird, weird one to do, but I'll give it to him. Is there anybody out there? Eh, still doing it. Hmm, okay. Is there anybody out there? Hmm. Yeah, we're out here. We are the 60,000 people waiting for you to do something else. Is there anybody out there? Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. coming out. I can't wait. There he is. It's Roger Waters, my hero. I was... Is there anybody out there? <sighs> we're out here, and we're ready to hear our favorite Pink Floyd hits. <sighs> is there anybody out there? Yeah, we're, we are. He's, I bet you he does money next. Right? You think he does money? I bet you he does time. From uh, Dark Side. Is there anybody out there? Okay. How long is this song? This song's not good, right? Is there anybody out there? Wait, is he gonna keep playing this thing? Is there anybody out there? It's 45 minutes into the show now. I bet you he does uh, Wish You Were Here next. Right? Oh, he's starting to play another song. Oh, this is nice. 
let us down, Raj. What song is this? I can't get Shazam on my phone. I, I tried Shazamming it, it uh, didn't identify it. placing it. What is this? Is this is this from metal? Is this Centropay from metal? Yeah, I think it is. That's great. Okay. Roger's coming back up to the mic. He's adjusting it. Before he sings. Oh, here he goes. What's up, Roger? Wait. That's it? Okay, now he's going to start another song. Here we go. This is exciting. He loves these audio drop-ins from uh, old movies. What song is this? been an hour he hasn't played anything yet is there anybody out there what all right we need to see about a a refund check go to setlist.fm and see what his set list for the shows have been is there anybody out there i just looked it up he's only doing is there anybody out there at these shows he was in Kansas City two nights ago, and he played one song, and then he did it as an encore. Out there, this ticket says no refunds, and it says, it says, by listening to the song, is there anybody out there? The user has waived their right to a refund. Oh, oh no! This venue's locked. They're not letting anyone out. We can't leave? What do you mean I can't leave? I want to leave. Okay, maybe there's no readmittance. Oh, now I don't want to hear this part again. It's a trick. He thinks we don't know what it is. He's just going to go back and do, is there anybody out there again? Look, I'm cool with not getting let back in. He's only doing, is there anybody out there all night? What do you mean I have to stay in here till 1130? You can't tell me. Oh, okay. All right, just don't tase me. Okay, I'll, I'll go back to my seat. Two zero one, three three two three four eight four. Is there anybody out there? That's what I says. I never finished my uh, King Crimson story. Seeing them. I told the story of night one. I did not tell the story of night two. Let me uh, take a couple calls and I'll tell that story. Best show. Hey, Tom. This is uh, Jason from Portland. Jason from Portland. What's up, Jason? Oh, first time uh, caller, long time listener. So glad to be on the show. Jason. 
Welcome. So uh, I have to admit, I don't know the topic tonight. Bad but, roads. Uh, been... Bad roads. Bad roads. Like what's a bad road? Well, you like like I was saying the other other night. When I ate these Oreo cookies that I knew were going to make me sick, these flavored Oreo cookies, but I still went ahead and did it. I knew I was going down a bad road. Yeah. But yeah, I still I went that. down it. Bad road. Okay, so but you, this could be a good one. You talk about um, anything you want to talk about, buddy. So I've been having, you know, a rough year, as it sounds like maybe you have as well. Kind of. Um, but I just, just got a promotion today. Out there. And uh, it's one of those promotions that you get where you get all kinds of responsibility and, you know, you can't really tell if it's a good thing or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a bad road that we're going down here, but uh, what are you going to do? You know, you can't turn it down. Is it a promotion you wanted? Uh, well, I wanted it years ago <laughs> and didn't get it. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden it kind of just gets thrown in my lap. But since then, you know, I've kind of inherited a lot of... Uh, Things that might not be so good about the promotion. Well, can you still find in it what you wanted years ago? Can you still find that in it? I think so, because, you know, I mean, it's like I've been a little burnt out lately, and I need to be reinvigorated, and there's, you know, I think the only way to do it is just to dive right in. You know what, I think, you know what I think you need? What's that? You need you need uh, to city slickers. you got to find your smile. You gotta, you gotta find, find your smile city slicker style. Remember when Billy Crystal went and found his smile? You need to go to a dude ranch and rustle some dude ranch. Rustle some cattle yeah. at a dude ranch. I think I'm I think I'm with you. Hundred percent. Have you Agreed. seen Have you seen Close Encounters? I have. It's been a long time. I heard you talking to Cat about it. I thought I need to revisit it, revisit that movie. Tell you what I'd do though if I was in that thing and I climbed the mountain and they had all the aliens walking out of that thing. What's that? I'd run into that thing. I'd grab something and run out. I would just grab something. I'd just grab like a, even if it was like a cup. You know it would be weird. <laughs> and you could probably sell it somewhere. Well, there was no eBay right. back then. So <laughs> where would you sell it? Like a weird. This is a cup from a spaceship, right? Or like a yeah, magazine, no, like a spaceship. yeah. And at the very worst, if the if the spaceship takes you up, you know, it's uh, things are not looking so good down here on Earth. So uh, might be all right. Yeah, I'd run on. You know what? I wouldn't want to see is some kind of Valerian situation. Those aliens look weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going the other way myself. Is there anybody out there? All right, buddy. Good. Well, thank you good, so much for taking my job. call. It's an honor. Good luck with the thank job. Thank you so much. Good luck with the job. You're gonna. I think you'll do all right. Thank you so much, Tom. Great thank talking you, to you. Love Same the show. Here. All right. Thank you. Out there. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. Hi, Tom. Out there. Yes. What's up, bro? Who's this? Oh, uh, so, sorry. This is Marcel from uh, Durham. Marcel from Orlando, currently in Durham. No, no, I live in Durham now. Current, yeah, that's what I said currently. Oh, okay, sorry. So you used to be in Orlando, right? Correct. And now you're currently in Durham. Yes, that's right. That's all. We're on the same page. Yeah. What's going on tonight, bro? Well, I have something for the topic, but I want to say something first. 
The juice is loose. The juice is loose. Well, he's not loose yet, O.J. Simpson. Well, it'll be loose in October, I think. That's what they're saying. I'll say this. Will I have him on the best show? Absolutely not. He, There's no ro- home for him here. <laughs> Will he be on other podcasts? It is. There is no way he does not end up on podcasts. He's going to end up. WTF. No, I, I don't even think he's not going to end up there. He's going to end up on. <laughs> he'll be on Bill Simmons. Yeah. Adam Carolla. Definitely. Um, what else would he end up on? Uh, I think he'll end up on Missing Richard Simmons, season two. Series two. Third season of, uh, season of Serial. See, hey, uh, I don't know. Why am I saying hey as if I'm defending him? Looking for the real killer. <laughs> yes, that'll be, what if he's the host of like a, Serial type thing. And then people would be like, this is really in poor taste, OJ. You did it before. I have his book. You have what? If I did it? Yeah, the if I did it that the, the Goldman family bought and then they made the if really small. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. They made, when they got control of it, they redid <laughs> the cover so that if was super small. And it just said OJ Simpson, I did it. Exactly. Which is the, the sign of a guy with some severe problems to write a book of if I did. That's the sickest thing you've had. Like that alone in this guy's weird journey. <laughs> And look, I didn't watch that Made in America thing. I didn't watch the trial, the one where it was like the, where, uh, the David Duchovny and the David Schwimmer was going, Juice, Juice, what's going on, Juice, Juice? Like, I didn't watch either of them. I watched part of the, 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 uh, the, uh, People versus OJ Simpson. I didn't watch the, all of it though. Um, so, I don't know. I'm sure they talked about that book endlessly on the documentary. It's still the funniest thing that this guy was screaming to get caught and to be punished. Yeah, he really, to be punished. I mean, I read most of the book. It's pretty, like, it's pretty crazy what he was saying in the book. Like, he was basically saying, like, yeah, I did it. it, it like, absolutely. Like, he, he knows so much in the book that he shouldn't know, but he knows he can just, he can just say it carte blanche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, cause he got away with it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, it's, yeah, he'll end up doing some, I bet you he ends up doing some sort of like football picks thing. Right? Like who, who, like his, his bets for the games or something. Right? I, I don't know. I mean, Growing, uh, growing up in South Florida, when I, when I was a kid, um, after the, after the original trial happened, like, that's where, like, OJ moved to, and I would always, like, as a kid, see on the news, OJ was playing golf down in Miami and stuff like that, and he was always getting in trouble, and, like, that's when it all started again, and I think that's where he, like, filmed the, his, his TV show, Juiced. It was down there? Yeah. 
And like he was definitely a thing. Like every night in the news, like oh OJ did OJ Simpson did something again down at Echo Drive and stuff like that. Jeez. And he's filming his new show, and like he can't. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do something else. He can't stay out of trouble. Oh look, he's also seventy now. What kind of trouble is he gonna get into? Is he gonna be dirty? I don't guy? know. I'm I'm Bernie Madoff. So managed to do it, and he's old. Yeah, well, I don't know if anybody's going to put OJ in charge of, of hundreds of millions of dollars. That would be another level to this whole thing. If suddenly he's in charge of, uh, he's in charge of, uh, of, of, of like two and a half billion dollars of people's, of people's, like their, their life savings. Yeah. True. So, um, yeah, we'll say we, we will certainly see, won't we? Yeah. All right. Well, Marcel, you have a great night. You too. Mate. Best show. Hi. Hey, Thomas. Chip from Brooklyn. How are you? Chip in Brooklyn. Jeff. Jeff from Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. What's up? Where in Brooklyn, Jeff? Hey, what, what, I, what's yeah. going on? What, what are you? Uh, what is it? Yeah, Brooklyn. What's up? Hello. What's going on in the background there? What are you got a, a police scanner, or are you just listening to the show? I live next to the highway, and they're playing the show on the highway. Why would? Oh, well, no, a, a police car was driving by on the highway, yeah, and, and the show was on. The show was. Look, Jeff, we can move past this. What's going on, Jeff? I can be better, Tom. Uh, quickly, I was listening to the end of last week's show uh, this morning, and people keep calling in about the Ocean City Ferris wheel. Um, Which I will say I this. Thought, Let me say this to give context to it in case anybody doesn't know. Ocean City, New Jersey, the boardwalk, has this super big Ferris wheel that a month or so ago I was down there and... Uh, yeah, about a month and a half ago. Like two months at this point. Yeah, like two months ago at this point. So I was doing good. I finished writing a thing that I had been working on for a while. I felt felt good, ran onto the Ferris wheel, and thought I was about to overcome all my all my fears and 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 just beat everything that was that I was uh, holding holding me back. And that Ferris wheel uh, reminded me that I have no that I have no business trying to conquer that fear. So, and I had uh, I was begging to get off the thing after one uh, revolution. So I thought this morning, what if people started doing the Frankie teardrop challenge on the Ocean City Ferris wheel? Well, I'll say this. If you send me video of yourself on any tall Ferris wheel listening to the Frankie Teardrop Challenge, you will, you will be in a hall of heroes on in this show. You There will be an actual hall of heroes, and I will reward you for this accomplishment. You got to video it, though.
Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? I can't do it. See, this is why they'll be in the Hall of Heroes. Because uh, you and I, we're in the Hall of Zeros. We can't do it. Yeah. Like, I'm uh, and on, a on the topic, I have, I have one for, uh, well, okay, I have one for the topic, along. Bad Roads. Okay, I understand you've got a, what, what do you, pay, you're, you're pacing your call out as if it's a Z Morning Zoo here, blasting from topic to topic. Relax, relax, follow my lead with it. But you know what? Let's get to it. What's the, what's your thing for the topic? Uh, bad Roads that go down every time I think, you know, I'm going to call the best show. The bad road, never good call. Sorry, Tom. You want to know what? Good road. You did a good job with it. It was a good. Thank call. you. It was a good call, and I will say, it was a great call actually, because you suggested something that I want people to do now: go on Ferris wheels and play Frankie Teardrop by Suicide, and see if you can ride the Ferris wheel. And listen to that song at the same time. And let's see if people can do it. If they do it, send me the video and you will enter the Hall of Heroes and I will reward you for your accomplishment. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. Right. Best show. Hello? Hello, hi. Hi, Tom. This is Juan from Western Florida. Juan from Western Florida. No, Weston, W-E-S-T-O-N. Oh, Weston, Florida. Okay. Yes. What's, uh, where's Weston, Florida? It's oh. about 10 minutes from Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So Weston, Florida. What's going on in Weston tonight, Juan? Tonight, nothing much. There's very little going on at any time. Like the last thing I remember uh, coming by was like Tony Orlando a couple of years ago. Tony Orlando came through a couple of years ago? That's about the last oh, big uh, star that came through. Ooh. In Weston. He came by yeah. more than he more people come through Fort Lauderdale than Tony Orlando though. No, yeah, I, I yeah, but I mean in at least in Weston proper, I think he's a he's a, he's the only big name I've seen in the there's a local like uh auditorium or something. He's mm-hmm. the only big name I've seen there. I'm coming home, Marquee. I did my time. Remember that song? And I got to give what is and isn't mine. I know not three times. That's about the extent of uh, not my... three times on the ceiling. If you want me, pin it, pin it, rap on the pipe, dink, dink. What a weird song! Oh, yeah. What a yeah, weird song! I, I try to sing that as often as possible. Or just tell me. Why don't you just tell? Why don't you just tell the person? Knock on the pipe. You, if you want me, and if you want me to go, you do this, and then you're slamming the door if you want me to leave you alone. Ugh. Yeah, we've tried know. to work out what's going on in that song a few times. i got to look at the lyrics to this song. Now, you just knock three times. Knock three times lyrics. Hey, girl, what you doing down there? Dancing alone every night while I live right above you. I can hear your music playing. I can feel your body swaying. One floor below me, you don't even know me. I love you. That's really bizarre. So he doesn't know, he doesn't know this person, but he loves them. Very troubling. (laughs) Oh my darling, knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. Twice on the pipe if the answer is no. Oh my sweetness. 
means you'll meet me in the hallway. Twice on the pipe means you ain't going to show. If you look out your window tonight, pull in the string with the note that's attached to my heart. Read how many times I saw you. How in my silence I adored you. Oh, that's that's a weird line. <laughs> Only in my dreams did that wall between us come apart. So he's he's imagining all this stuff. Yes, that that's was always my impression. Yeah, this is like a Travis Bickle kind of song. Like if, if he said he a taxi driver, like in Taxi yeah. Driver, Robert De Niro should have sung Knock Three Times. <laughs> Right, knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. So yeah, this is yeah. I, I can imagine. Oh uh, like, yeah. Uh, right. He's alone in his he's apartment. Going. He's like, uh, 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 then he hears. Doof. Yeah, these are the thoughts of an unhinged uh, character. Doof. Like he hears like, Doof. that's one, Doof. <laughs> two. Then all of a sudden he hears, Bling. oh no, that's the pipe. The next sound tells me whether she wants me or wants me to go. If it's a if it's the ceiling, that means I'm she loves me. If it's the pipe, that means then you hear the pipe, and then he's like, "So she's banged the pipe once." Like he just disregards the thing. right exactly. And secondly, why is why is this poor person following the commands from this maniac? With it's like it's like it's like the guy from Saw, like with yeah. these crazy demands: knock on the ceiling and bang on the pipe and check the note that I dropped from the thing. It's like right. what yeah. are these game? What is this? The game? Suddenly, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing the game. A young man, Juan. Yes, you just made my night with this song. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. And you have a great night. You too. Bye. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. Yes, hi. To whom am I speaking? Hi, this is Sean in Chicago. Sean, welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. I I had a story for the topic. A story for the topic, which is bad roads. What do you got? Yes. Uh, so when I was in college, I agreed to uh, be on the crew for this uh, this movie uh, that a friend of mine, his sister, was was directing, and uh, it was kind of something I probably should have known that, that I shouldn't have done because we we had done some creative stuff with him before, uh, and it didn't really work out that great. It was an unpaid internship to be on the crew, so we we weren't getting paid, but. We, we agreed to do it just because we thought it would be kind of an interesting experience. Uh, and it did not go well. It was, it was a bad movie. Uh, it was really long hours, like 12 hour days working really hard on it. Uh, and then once it was finished, uh, it wasn't released. They, they, they finished it, but they didn't release it and they didn't give anybody like a copy of it. Uh, so it was all kind of just a big, bust if that happens more than you'd think though that these things just get made and they yeah. don't turn out well and then nobody they never see the light of day 
Yeah, yeah. It was it was a bummer. Like we worked really, we worked really, we've still been trying to get a copy of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one person that we've tried to reach out to about it is like just not. We just haven't heard from them in a really long time. Uh, so it's it's kind of a bummer. Like it's just like the one thing out of it that you would want to have. Uh, you know, the, the showing the movie that you worked on, like you just can't can't get can't see it. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, it happens, and you have the memories. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. That's and it's a, uh, you learn a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to not take unpaid work uh, is the main lesson. Unpaid, yeah, that's the... There is that point where... Ex- oh, it's good experience. This is what this right. is. This is how it goes in, in so many lines of work, where it's like... Yep. You get promised, oh, it's good experience. And then the next thing you hear is it's good exposure. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that they'll, like, they'll owe you one. Nobody ever owe you. Nobody ever is like, hey, I think I owe you one. I'm going to make that up to you now. Never, no. ever happens. Never, ever does anybody no. ever come to you and say, I owe you one. Let me, let me help you out here. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to also let you know, Tom. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I, ha- I haven't seen that Mike and the Mad Dog documentary yet, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I grew up. I'm originally from Connecticut, so I grew up with that show uh, when I was growing up, and I just did. I just hated those guys a lot. So I appreciate that that you're that you make fun of them a lot. Well, they've earned it. Yeah, that's all. They're giving the they're giving the cannon fodder, not the cannon fodder. They're giving the fodder, yeah, to go forth and to goof on them because <laughs> they're clowns. They're two clowns. Oh God, they're two. They could have they could have uh, rubber uh, red noses on and be. They wouldn't. Two people could sit down in microphone with with uh, rosy red cheeks and and rubber noses on and be less clowns <laughs> than those two were and are. Oh God. Yeah, they were just just so obnoxious, uh, and they were just like big. They were they were big into the Yankees, I remember, and I, I was a Mets fan when I grew up, so that was also pretty annoying for me. Yeah, well, here you are. They're gone. You're still here. Keep going. That's true. Yeah, there you go. That's All right. true. All right, Chief. Thanks for the call. Yeah. yeah. Have a good one, Tom. You too. Bye. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Michelle in New Jersey. Michelle in New Jersey. What part of New Jersey? Don't be specific. (laughs) What type of area of New Jersey are you in, Michelle? Well, currently I'm in... uh... Shore, the shore area of New Jersey, but I live in northern New Jersey. Okay, so you're down the shore area. Uh, don't be specific. Is there a boardwalk near you? <laughs> there is a boardwalk, but it's not like a fun boardwalk. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like a, it's like a, oh, what, I, what am I supposed to do? Just look at the water on this thing? <laughs> yeah, there's like one ice cream truck, a store. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. I gotcha. 
That's most board. <laughs> most boardwalks are actually like that. Yeah. Not fun. They're, they're not as exciting as the um, Ocean City Boardwalk, as I've heard. Ocean City's a nice boardwalk, but you know which one is the best? What? Seaside Heights. Ooh, that is a fun one. They have that, that cool pier, and they have lots of ice cream. Well, that pier. And, uh, they have the pier again. You know, it's the home. That pier, went in the, that pier went in the water when uh, when the hurricane. Oh, that, yeah, the hurricane. They have rides again, though. Yeah, yeah, it, it still lives on. Yeah, it's all back. <laughs> all right, uh, so what, what, to, what brought you to the show tonight? What made you call? Well, I am tuning in a bit late, but um, a friend of mine who is, who is listening, who has been listening the whole time, told me that you were still hating on Oreos. Uh, this is like a continued thing from last week's show, it seemed, and I just wanted to actually defend the Oreos because I'm a huge Oreo fan. Well, I'll say this. I'm a huge Oreo fan also. I love... I'm just... I'm perplexed. You know, the the limited edition flavors, you were really hating on the red velvet. The cinnamon bun, I, I can understand that one. That one's not that good, as well as the peanut butter, but I just... I'm that, a little... That, that, the red velvet. You get li- it. Wait, you like the red velvet? I am a fan of the red velvet. I will admit it's not their best flavor, but I think it really captures the red velvet, at least. Cinnamon bun, it just tastes like... Cinnamon on vanilla cream, not the best creation. I'm not sure why it's a permanent flavor now. You know what it tasted like, cinnamon bun? It tasted like somebody what? spilled some weird chemical on an Oreo cookie. I agree with that one. That one's not one of my top. The peanut but... butter ta- The peanut butter was like sludge. Yeah, that. have you tried, um, I don't know if you caught them when they were around. They're not out right now, but they were Reese's Oreos. Those were pretty good because they tasted like a Reese's peanut butter cup. You're trying to drag me back into this. Please don't. I'm. This is my life mission. I, this is what I do to people. I I buy all these limited edition Oreos. I'm like, here, just try just one, and I get them hooked. Because I don't want to eat a whole pack by myself. You're, I agree with you also you that Oreo you can make tiny you, packs of them. Just be honest. Do you work for Oreo? Is this some sort I, of... I really wish that I did. I don't. I'm just I'm, well, I'm an Oreo head. That's the right answer, that you wish you did. <laughs> Look, this is what I love. You know what I love? An Oreo what? cookie. When I was a little kid, that was my favorite cookie. And then you know what came along? The double stuff. And suddenly I'm like, a little too much cream filling on this, uh, but it's fun for a quick novelty. Then the vanilla one came along, the golden Oreo. And I'm yes. like, yeah, that's nice. We'll... we'll Little, uh, change it up a little bit, you know? Yeah. And then suddenly you go to the, the grocery store and there's 60 different Oreo cookies all of a sudden. Like, a, like it's a race. That's what it's become. I mean, they're just pumping these things out. Like, I know you, you weren't a fan of the firework Oreos. So you like those? Kind of you like of, that? I did. I kind of like the, the fun popping. It's a, it's a little strange, but it's, it's different. Yeah, it's different. You want to know what else would be different if I if I I I, I, I wrapped a a, a a leaf around them also like a, a leaf I got from a from the ground from like the ground. Yeah, yeah. that would be different too. Well, that would be that would be crunchy if you found a crunchy leaf. That would yeah. that might work. That well, might I'm be not, their next flavor. I should probably watch what I say here. I don't, I don't want the Oreo. They, they're they're probably writing that down right now. 
They probably are. They just had a contest, or they're currently having a contest. They're looking for the new Oreo flavor, so Raked might see in stores in the fall. That'll be the thing. Raked leaves, right? Yeah, for, for the fall. I'm telling you, just I'll see it in the store, yeah. and I'll and I'll probably end up trying it. Oh, you'll that's you'll end up. That's what yeah, I do. Yeah, you'll end up. I have you, a problem. You will. You. What's the? Tell me now. What's your first name again? I'm so sorry. It's Michelle. Michelle, because all I can think of you is uh, Oreo. You could call me Oreo Girl, like, I mean, my okay. life. Well, I'm going to call you Michelle because it's your name. That's, that's Okay, that's, that's acceptable also. Yeah. Um, what's the best of these these uh, these these uh, uh, alternate reality Oreos? Okay, well, I'm going to give you two top threes because my top three have been discontinued, but... For all those Oreo heads out there, if you're like me and you're obsessed with can, them, can I'm going to go I, with... Can I make one yeah. request, though? Yes. Can you stop using the phrase Oreo heads? <laughs> Is that okay. a real thing? That's not a real phrase that No, that's throw just around. something that I made up just mm-hmm. now. All right. Well, I'm going to... I don't know what them. Oreo fans call themselves, but I'm, that's what I call them. But I, okay. out of respect for you, I will stop using the term. So go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you. See. Okay. So anyway, my my top three discontinued s'morios, which are s'mores Oreos. S'morios. Um, the Reese's Oreos. Yes. So that's Reese's Oreos. That's Oreo. So Oreos with s'mores filling. And graham cracker cookie, and they were they really just tasted like a s'mores. They yeah, just well, hit the spot. You know, you don't get a, you don't have a fire going. You really craving that s'mores flavor. Boom. Well, right in a cookie. I gotta say this. You just you just uh, you just messed me up twice. A, you made me want one of these dumb flavored Oreos again. B, you made me want one they don't make anymore. Well, I got a hack for you. They do make Mississippi uh, not... mud. Oh, <laughs> it's an Oreo hack. Oreo hack. What are you? Where are you getting Oreo hacks? Was this a deep this web? Is, this is all me. Is this? this is what I'm doing with Silk my Road? spare time. Is, it, is this what goes on at Silk Road? Oreo hacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but hear me out. So they they currently have out Mississippi mud pie Oreos and blueberry pie Oreos. So you take the cream from the Mississippi mud pie Oreo and you pull the blueberry cream out of the blueberry Oreo, use the graham cracker cookie, combine it, boom, you got yourself a homemade s'mores Oreo. All right. Dudio's shaking his head. So what's the number two flavor then after the s'moreo? Reese's Oreos, which I mentioned earlier, because it tastes just like a Reese's. Okay. And then um, you know what else? candy you, Oreos. You want to know what else tastes just like a Reese's? A Reese's? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Why don't you just uh, shove a regular Oreo in a Reese's peanut butter cup in your mouth at the same time? I would. That's how I would that's, handle it. That's a good Oreo hack, look, actually. I might try look, that. Yeah. Look, well, if, if those can be hacks for it. Boy, oh boy, do I have some hacks for you. Get ready with this. If, if, oh, sho- if shoving, if shoving two different things in your mouth at the same time it constitutes a hack, I think I might be the food hack master. This might be my talent I was looking for this, the whole time. This might be your true calling that you, that you have no idea. I just helped you realize a, a personal dream. I was looking for my, I was looking for the thing that was my secret talent. And I, I was saying, this where maybe I do the <laughs> no, no, See, that's, not, not that's not good but maybe this because look 
You ever you ever go to McDonald's and you want to order uh, uh, apple pie a la mode? You ever order that from McDonald's? They don't no. make it, but you want to know what? Here's a hack what? for it. You order an apple pie and a sundae, uh-huh. and you smash them both into your mouth in the McDonald's parking lot. There's the there's the That's a la the mode hack. Has. This is a Joe food hacks. Oh no! This. There's my hack I'm for, for that. It. I would be a regular guest, just so you know. Oh, well, Michelle. I, I got plenty of hacks. I'm looping you into the inner circle with this. Yes. So, so you take the, th- the what was the one, cotton candy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that doesn't exist anymore either, but it was so good. Like, just imagine the tastiest cotton candy with a golden Oreo. Well, hold on, let me just look, hold on. One could... Imagine the tastiest. I'm stuck at imagining the tastiest cotton candy because there's no such thing as tasty cotton. It's just it's made to make your head spin. It's just sugar. It's made it's to good. make, it's, make it's you throw beautiful up. Beautiful sugar, spun in an intricate, fluffy design. This can also be a thing we can do is called diabetes hack also. If people are having a hard time getting diabetes, we can help them with this too. Just like, hey, you're having a hard time getting that, uh, that glucose level to, to just be in, in the red. Well, here we go. Because Here's people the people who, who are looking to get insulin, extra insulin into their bodies, yeah. you know, insulin like they, Oreos. they want to prick themselves. That's the next one. Is there an insulin Oreo yet? Where you actually, you actually like prick yourself you, with the Oreo cookie? It's got a little needle I, off of it? Yeah, I feel like that's coming maybe in 2018 uh, at the rate they're uh, pumping out all of these new Oreos. Um, so I think we're going to have to watch that one. But I, I feel it coming. I'll say this. Look, Callie's saying on on uh, Twitter right now that Hydrox came first. What do you that think? That what came first? Hydrox. Oh. What's a hydrox? What's a hydrox hack then? Can you do the same thing and hack a a hydrox with these Oreo hacks? Hydrox? I don't know what that is. You don't know what hydrox is? No. It's an Oreo cookie. It's the other company. It's like the Hydro- it's like the RC of Cola of of Oreo cookies. So is it like a regional thing? Is or is hydrox a regional thing? I think it is. It might be. This is brand new information to me. This is okay. this is flipping my world upside you're, down. You're, okay, Hydrox. Callie said it's older. Dudio just said it's older. Hydrox. This might be before my time. Well, I'm going to say this though: Is it before? Do you do you listen to the Beatles? You ever listen to the Beatles? Yeah, okay. I've heard yeah. of them. Yeah, they're before your time also, but it's still That's around. True. It's still around. But- they're also very well known. Like I've never heard of this alternate cookie. I mean, I'm I'll look it up. I'm and, open to it. Where I are just, you? You're in I, New. Where are you again? So I'm sorry. New Jersey. You're in New Jersey. Yeah. You don't know Hydrox in New Jersey? No, I know RC Cola. Well, that was me just saying that. That's what the Hydrox is kind of feels like a little bit, like a little. I'm I'm googling them right now. They look. Really old timey, I feel like. Well, that packaging is strange. That looks like a weird. Don't the that looks like packaging reminds me of like medieval times. Yeah, no, the package I'm looking at right now at Wikipedia makes that look makes it look like if you bought a Hydrax, a, yeah, Hydrax we're looking like at a the metal, same thing. a metal concert, like a metal festival. That font on that Hydrox thing 
looks like a band called Hydrox. That's a really good treat to enjoy at a metal concert, I think. And this, this doesn't this make the cookie sound so delicious? They got their name from the atoms that make up the water molecule, hydrogen and oxygen. Mm. I knew it sounded familiar. Yeah, that sounds really appetizing. Um, so we're in their fun flavors. Like they need to step up their game if they want me to. If Leaf Brands LLC wants me to get in on this Hydrox, although Hydrox could make you make you flip suddenly you'll be like buying hydrox and doing all your oreo hacks on hydrox it's like when you get Whoa. when you have to get like a mac well, you're on a mac and you have to get something that runs like it's a pc on it that's true you'll they be have doing, that in my elementary school is really weird you're gonna be doing hydrox hacks now you should go get go get. I just might start. I gotta find where they sell Hydrox near me. Compared to Oreos, Hydrox have a tangy, less sweet filling. I can't. Who could tell the difference with that? I couldn't tell the. Oh, tang in the Hydrox. I'm gonna start sweet. doing reviews. Tang. What does it taste like? Tartar sauce. Tangy. Is it like the savory cookie? No, it's not a savory cookie. It's garbage. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. It's still sweet garbage. It's made with nothing oh, but sugar. So, They're... so like a staple in my diet. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. You're okay, Michelle, with this. Oh, okay. I got nervous. You've got to go get Hydrox, and I want to hear... What about this? You get some Hydrox. Okay. You call up next week. You call up on Tuesday. Okay. And you give me the taste test. You tell me what the Hydrox experience has been like for you. I will do that. I... You have my word. Like this okay. is something I will do. Well, you're 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 on the team now, uh, Michelle. Okay. All right. You have I'm, a, you, it's you, an honor. You enjoy that 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 uh, rinky dink boardwalk you're on, and uh, give me a call next week. You got it. All right. Have a great night. You too. Right, bye. Bye. Now people are saying on Twitter, Hydrox heads stand up. They're all mad Hydrox. Hydrox. I, I'll say this. I think somebody who would be into Hydrox to to the degree that some people might be is also the kind of person who is only into, like, soccer, like like English, where they just talk about it. Like, they hate every American sport, but they're super into to football. And they're talking about... They'll be talking all about uh, the, the the Birmingham uh, the FC or whatever. Yeah, so Hydrox. I tell you, I will say that s'mores sounded pretty good though. That s'mores Oreo sounded pretty good. Cotton candy? No, that sounded disgusting. Sorry, Michelle. The. Uh, the other one, what did she say? There was Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces sounds like I've had that before. Yeah. You know where I've had that? When you go to the the Froyo place, you smash it, you put some Oreo in the thing, and then you put, put a peanut butter cup in the thing too. Then you get it's both. I don't know. This is just bad for me. <laughs> this whole thing. This is, to talk about a bad road, I'm going back down it again. I just turned around and went back down the bad road again to where I'm just like, man, I guess I'll try that s'mores Oreo. 
They had blueberry for the Oreo. How can that not be the most artificial thing? There's no fruit for a in flavor? Yeah. You did? Throwing you out of here. That's your fantasy. You cleaned house, and then there was one. I can turn this equipment. No, I can't. Oh, no. Hey, guys, there'll never be another best show again. Got to get this thing to work. Sure doesn't seem to be working. What is that, that's the remember you said you went to, you, you gotta yeah, tell that story. A couple, this happened a few weeks ago. Well actually it happened, it reminded me a couple weeks ago. So DCM, the Del Close Marathon, mm-hmm. happened a couple weeks ago. And for people who don't know, the Del Close Marathon, cause you, it's like your DCM happened. It's like, right. And then you thought you were given contacts by saying the Del Close, nobody knows what that is either. <laughs> it's a, it's a three day, Marathon of nonstop improv and at Upright Citizens and for Brigade. For people who don't know, it that might sound like a punishment, <laughs> but it's actually a hard thing to get tickets to. It's actually yeah. it's actually a reward to be in the audience and see it. It sounds like three days of nonstop improv sounds like some sort of clockwork orange type <laughs> situation where you'd have your eyelids pinned open. Right. Watching somebody say, oh, God, we need a first word and a last word. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone get in here. Okay, let's do zip zap zop. And we'll uh, <laughs> loosen, loosen it up a little bit here. So you... A year ago at DCM. Okay. I was hanging out um, after a show at uh, UCB Chelsea. And I was hanging out uh, talking to my uh, buddy John, who was the door guy. And a guy walked up from an out-of-town... Had, had to have been out of town. Definitely looked like an out of town mm-hmm. guy with like the wristbands and everything. Okay. And he was wearing a New Bridges for Lovers shirt. Yes. One of our astounding best show shirts you can get over at StereoLaughs.com. Yes. And so I just said, hey, nice shirt. I'm Dudio. To which he responded, oh, okay. <laughs> and then opened the door to UCB Chelsea, walked right in, never said another thing. Now, I mentioned this on Twitter just a couple of weeks ago, and I swear the guy tweeted back at me. He was like, why would someone do that? And I'm like, Are, were you wearing that shirt last year? And he he swears that it wasn't him, but I guarantee it was him. That he... <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I'm, I'm going out on a limb saying I'm Dudio in the first place. Yeah. And, uh. Hey, it's me, Dudio. Oh, oh, okay. No, okay. Kind of like when I was at the, the haunted prison in. Exactly. Philadelphia yep. with Hayes Davenport from Hollywood Handbook and we were there and the, and the one guy's dressed as a ghoul and he goes, <laughs> is your name Hayes? He recognized Hayes and he's, and Hayes is like, oh my God, it's me. Yeah, blah. And like, then Hayes goes, well, you'll definitely know who this is. This is Tom Sharpling. And then the guy goes, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it was well, I think we're, like that. we're clear for you guys to enter this next area now. The group has passed through. and Yeah. It's a, it's a bad feeling. You oh, put yeah. yourself on the limb. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Well, Anytime 
And look, this is literally the lowest rung of anyone knowing who anything is. So I don't think anyone here is mistaking this for actual no, like notoriety all. or no. fame or anything. No. But once in a while, somebody's just like, hey, the show. Like, I'll be walking down the street in New York, in New York and some guy will just go, I just want to let you, I just want to tell you the show's my favorite thing. And it's, that's the nicest. Yeah. That's, that makes my day. Somebody just stops and says that. It's the greatest. But then when you think, if you ever think, <laughs> oh, here comes one. Yeah. It is a, it is a take it to the bank guarantee you are misreading it and that you are about to look so stupid. Whenever it's just like, all right, what, what do you want to say about the best show? And somebody's just like, oh yeah, I think you, did you drop that, uh, I think you dropped this, this receipt fell out of your pocket. It's like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, well, th- thank you. I dropped this Starbucks receipt and, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. It's not, it's, 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 it's a bad feeling. It's a bad feeling. It is. Yeah. So, but you know, the guy said to you, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. The phone number 201-332-3484. I think we'll do another 15 minutes or so, then kind of wind it down, and we can all have a great weekend. Best show. Hello. Hello, is this the best show? It is the best show. To whom am I speaking? Tom, this is Charlie in D.C. Charlie... In D.C., what's up, Charlie? So I saw that you were, you were taking calls. Uh, I just wanted to let you know, I was just at a restaurant. Guys, wearing an Atlanta Braves jersey. Uh, John Rocker, number 49, branded on the back. He's wearing that around town. Is he doing that? Do you think he's doing that to to um, to get a reaction? Do you feel like it was? So, so my reaction, I, I, I wanted to start an altercation with him. But then I, I think that's what he would have wanted. Just let him no, I didn't. But I, I got to think something like that. Dumb enough, look, I'll say this. If you're dumb enough to wear a dumb John Rocker jersey, you know what? The guy sucked. Even if, even if, even if this guy was, even if this guy was, uh, uh, like, uh, a saint, you'd be like, why are you wearing a, a shirt? Why are you wearing a jersey for someone who sucked? Who sucked 20 years ago. He wasn't, forget about the racist stuff. He just sucked anyway. Yeah. So, so who, so you know what? He's trying to get a rise out of people. Let him go. Yeah. If he's dumb enough to buy a John Rocker jersey, he, he's already shown, he's already shown what he's made of. Yeah. And I mean, and not to bring you too deep into like DC, uh, demographics, but I think he's one of the, the new people in town, if you know what I mean. Oh, calm down. Okay. DC. Where? How long have you been in DC? Only three years. I'm a new you're person. You're one of the new so. people, also. Yeah, you're right. Oh, this. Look at this new guy in town. What do you think? Would he roll in? Oh, you're new. You're, you're right. I'm uh, guilty as charged. Look, John Rocker. This guy's dumb enough to wear that. He's made his own bed. This shows the the lack of respect he has for money. To put that kind of money down. 
it was one of the, the jerseys with the embroidery. It was like it was like a two hundred and fifty dollar yeah. like uh, official one with the, with the, the satin embroidery and everything. Sure. Yeah. So he bought that, and um, he walks around town looking dumb. There you go. That's punishment enough. Yeah. Calm down with the thing. Just let, let let dummies be dumb like that. You know what I mean? I mean, I know they're dumb and they're they're making the world worse in ways. But it, your instinct was right not to feed into it and not to not to give them what they want. Let them just be dumb. You, sometimes you just got to give people the last thing they want. Got to give them the last thing they want. And when they want attention, you don't give them attention. Yeah. You have a great night, Chief. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Best show. Hi. Hi, this is Tom. This is Tom. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Charlotte calling from Buffalo, New York. Charlotte from Buffalo. What's going on, Charlotte? Uh, not a lot. I, a uh, long-time listener, um, I just had a quick question. Um, so I work in a call center. Um, so on the phone a lot, and I frequently get hung up on. And I was wondering, like... You know, say you were to work in a call center, what would you say would be like the number one thing you would do to not get hung up on? Well, just give me, give me some. Say, let's say this again. You work at a call okay. center. I work at a call center. Yes, in Buffalo. Okay. And what what type of calls are these? Are these just people calling about? Uh, well, I'm cold calling. Oh, you're the one calling. Yes, yes, I'm oh, calling okay. people. And you're calling, and are you calling for something that is get, trying to get them to buy something? Uh, not exactly. It's like a market research type situation. So, like, there's no money involved, but I'm basically getting them to take a survey, like a free survey. Okay. Yeah. So you want you want them to um, you you're trying to keep them on the phone. To get them mm-hmm, to do this. Exactly. And then you, what did you want to know now? Uh, what do I think? I mean, yeah, I mean, basically, it's just like, how do you keep someone on the phone? And at the same time, like, when you're calling someone out of the blue and, like, you know, kind of like, I'm, I feel like I'm cold calling you now. Sure, you but, but you're following a script when you call them for work, right? Kind of, but they always encourage you to work off of the script, you know, in order to keep someone on the phone. Can you say anything to just, to just, and why am I, I don't know why I'm advising somebody to get better at cold calling, but what if you said something along the lines of, look, I know this is uh, a big, a big pain in your butt, which makes it sound like you're mm-hmm. like, you've got some edge to it, like you're saying like pain in mm-hmm. your butt. Makes it sound like you're like going outside the, the box, but you're still keeping it completely like, uh, completely respectful. And I calm. think that part of it is that like I'm talking to, so it's business to business. And so part of it is that I'm talking to the first person that I, uh, like talk to is maybe a receptionist or something like that. And they're like trained to feel these kinds of calls. And so like I feel like the first hurdle is like definitely getting over. Mm-hmm. Um, what they call a gatekeeper, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of, you know, maybe getting information from them, but also, you know, figuring out how to 
you know, maybe uh, make it so that they don't realize that you have no idea who you're calling, if that makes sense. Then why don't you just go, guess what I want, or something like that. Like, <laughs> I'll give you one yeah. guess what I'm calling about. Like something playful. Yeah, totally. And they'll be like, what? You know. And now you're talking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you're off to a good start with this new strategy. You're going to be rolling in surveys. I hope so. Well, uh, I'm trying to make it to the Brooklyn show, but um, it is kind of a long drive, weirdly, because even though still in New York State, it's, uh, it's we're pretty far, far west. Yes, that's, so. that's like driving across three states. Pretty much, yeah. Might as well go through Pennsylvania. Well, I will say the first show sold out. The late show... Tickets are on sale mm-hmm. now, and they are selling quickly, so people should be mindful of that, because I really don't think we're doing anything past these two shows for for this 20th anniversary thing. Um, so, yeah. Well, Tom, I really appreciate your time. No, thank you. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Night. Best show. Hello. Hi. Hey, Tom. This is Zach from, uh, also from Buffalo, actually. Zach, also from Buffalo. So we're getting the Buffalo calls tonight. What's going on, uh, in Buffalo for you, Zach? Uh, actually taking a bike ride right now. I mean, I'm not currently in motion, but was, uh, definitely riding around like an idiot with my phone to my ear trying to get on the show. So here I am. You know what? You did it. You did it. You're on. I'm in. I made it. You did it. You're on the other side of it now. How's it feel? So, uh, wanted to, well, firstly, just thank you, uh, well, not just for the shows, but I was able to get the, uh, numero put out, uh, additional, well, not additional, but an extra copy of the box set a few months ago for, uh, me. They're very kind and, uh, be able to listen to all those calls really helped me through, um, a rather rough summer, I would say so far. So just, um, and just uh, thank you for that. Those uh, definitely kept me going with all the laughs. I was really grateful. Look, I'm glad the show could could uh, help, and that's awesome to uh, to to know that that's that it's it's there it's there for you, and that it it does that for you. That means a lot. It works. And, uh, it can comfort people in times of. <laughs> Of, uh, of of need, and I'll say this, it comforts me sometimes to come here and do it. Sometimes when I'm having a hard time and I come here and do it, it comforts me. I get stuff from it just as much as anyone else gets from it. Yeah. So, um, and I, I did, I got tickets to both the shows, too, and I'm really looking forward to, to that. I'm like a pretty new... Both uh, shows? Both, yeah. Well, I got an, I got one to the late show just because I was. I mean, I'm not from New York. Well, I mean, I'm from the state of New York, but I figured if I was there, um, worst case scenario, I could just give the ticket to somebody else if they needed it. So, yeah. Um, but anyways, I actually I work for a bakery here in Buffalo. I don't do the baking, but um, I drive the van around, and we every week we do like a special bread of some sort. And uh, I was actually curious. If 
like what would be your ideal bread so that we could have the sharp lane one of these coming weeks. An ideal bread? Yep. I don't know. What would be an ideal bread? I like well, like what what's one what's a good one that that you've had before? Uh they do a bunch of different stuff with like herbs, so they do like a garlic scape and various I don't know, we'll just say rosemary. Um they do like one with a bunch of seeds and they'll do I mean they'll do pretty much anything. What about what uh, is there anything to do a bread that's like like got cotton candy in it? Like I think, the, like the Oreos? No? Yeah, yeah, what if you I did a bread would... Okay, what about this? It's a bread you get every you get every weird variant Oreo cookie, you smash them up, and you bake them in a loaf of bread. I think that would go over well, actually. Then how about that? Then, then, okay, well, that actually. What about just a simple thing with some, I, you know what, I like something with nice olives in it. That's ironic you say that. We actually, our, our special tomorrow has olives in it, so. Maybe I'll have to deem that one the sharp one. Like olives and rosemary, that would be a nice. That would be a nice bread. Yeah, actually, I, yeah, I think that's uh, that one's you. So maybe once I come to the show, I don't know if you're open to it, but we'll throw some. Get up to make a couple olive loaves for you and throw them your way. You don't just don't literally throw them. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to throw them from the balcony no, all the way to the stage would, and hit me in the audience. Respectfully, yeah, please don't throw bread at me. What is this, Smash right. Mouth concert? Remember they're throwing, right. they're throwing <laughs> loaves of bread at him or something? He was at the bread convention? All right, my friend. Thank you for the call. You All have right. a great Thanks, night. Thanks, Sam. Take okay, care. Bye. All right, a couple more calls, and I'll wrap it up here. Best show. Hi, is this Tom? It is Tom. To, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, I mean, it's the pleasure of my name. My name is Travis. Your name is Travis. Mm-hmm. And I come from Buffalo, also. Three Buffalo calls in a row. How about that? <laughs> it's, it's strange. Uh, I'm trying to make a playlist, and I was wondering, uh, which Bill Burford do you like better? Do you like Bill Burford and King Crimson, or do you like Bill Burford and Yes? I like Bill Bur- Burford and King Crimson, my friend. <sighs> oh, that's good news. Not like... Bill Burford for me, you know, the best part about drumming is math. What song are you going to put on it? What King Crimson song are you going to put on the on your mix here, your playlist? I mean, you know, my favorite King Crimson was, my favorite King Crimson album is Discipline, you know, and uh, my favorite lead singer of King Crimson is definitely uh, Adrian Blue, you know. All right, all right, not my favorite and, you know, singer, but I get it. I get the appeal, you know, I get it. What's okay, your favorite okay. song? Three of a perfect pair. you like that song? <laughs> I'm not sure it's that one, but, um, you know, when I saw Bill Burford play, you know, in Buffalo, I wasn't lucky enough to see uh, Bill Burford play with uh, Robert Fripp. You know, he was just part of the Adrian Boyd set. Mm-hmm. But I definitely heard them play Elephant Talk. And, uh, you know... <laughs> Well, this uh, will make, how's this make you, you feel? If you heard the, if you hear this, right? That makes you. Yeah, that's that, 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 that. You get happy when you hear that, right? 
Oh, I certainly do. Yes. Well, put put some put some some King Crimson Bill Bruford on your list. All right, that that sounds like a good idea. I'm glad. I'm glad I had the courage to call today. Uh, have a great night. You too. Bye. Final call. Best show. Hey, how's it going, Tom? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? This is Chris in Brooklyn. Chris in Brooklyn. Wow. Do I know this Chris, first of all? Uh, no, no. I uh, mm. Kind of that classic first-time caller, long-time listener. Well, Chris, I welcome you. I welcome you to the best show. <laughs> hey, thanks, Tom. What's going on tonight, Chris? Uh, so I was wondering if, uh, in honor of the Rock Rod Rule 20th anniversary show, October 21st at the Moment Theater, if I could uh, throw some band names at you and get that classic rock, rotten rule uh, rating. Mm, I wish I could do it, but that's not, that's, uh, no, I wish I could. I can't. Sorry. Oh. It's a very sweet idea, though, young man. Very sweet idea. <laughs> All right, just have enough. to go to the, are you going to the show? Are you going? I am. Well, I look forward to seeing you at the show in October, my friend. Yeah. No, I'm looking looking forward to it. And you have a great night. Thanks for the thanks for the call, buddy. Sure thing. Bye. Have a good Yes. Late show. Sharpling and Worcester. Twentieth anniversary. Rock Rotten Rule Extravaganza. Early show sold out like lightning itself today. It was on sale and then it was not on sale. But we added a, a late show. Those are still on sale. Those tickets are going fast too. I'm not being a, uh, I'm not overhyping something. I promise you that it is actual. They are, are selling legitimately faster the second show. So if you're looking to go get those tickets, cause when they're gone, they are gone and we're not going to, I don't know how we could keep adding shows. So. Just uh, just keep doing your... Just go get your tickets if you want to go. And it's at the Murmur Theater. M-U-R-M-R-R. And you can look at my Twitter. I have links to it. And you can look at the Best Show Twitter. And there's links to it there. And you can get... uh. You can get your tickets. And thanks to everybody who listened tonight. And this was a fun Friday night show to do. And we're going to do this every once in a while. When I can, let's just pop in and do a, a quick show. I, I think it's fun. I think it's fun to do. Do you have an all right time doing it? Yeah, I had a great time. Do you? Yeah, that was great. I'll turn your mic up. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And thank you for doing it. And yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll do these now and again. It's cool to yeah. hear all the different callers. Yes, different people can call on different nights. Clearly, people who cannot call on Tuesdays have a chance to call on a Friday. So that's it's nice to hear from from some different people. Um, the show will be back on Tuesday with an all new episode, and I've got a couple things I'm trying to line up for that, and will be fun. And 
again, thanks to everybody for listening. And thanks to everybody for... Yeah, just thanks for, for being fans of the show. It It is, it is something this show is my favorite thing to do in my creative life and it has given me so many things uh in so many different ways and I've met so many uh different and 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 amazing people that I might not have had the chance to meet if it wasn't for this show and I will always be grateful for that and I am always going to fight to to protect and preserve that too it's very important that this show be a place that everybody can just have a have a nice time the world is not a nice place so i don't want this show being on the wrong side of that the show will be on the right side of it and yeah it will so thank you again i'm gonna say good night and i'll play something on the way out I will play something by Hmm. What should I play? I'm going to play something by. Get ready for this. You guys aren't going to know what to do when you hear this. Get the weekend started. Something rockin'. New Jersey's own liquor store from the album In the Garden. This is Pile of Dirt. Be back on Tuesday. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night. Mm, Good night.